You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by Martha Carlin, who is the CEO and founder of BiotaQuest. Martha, thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Laurel. So tell us what BiotaQuest actually is. So BiotaQuest is a, a, a really unique uh, probiotics company. I know people are familiar with probiotics, and there are many in the market. Um, but we actually developed the brand um, from our parent company, the Bio Collective, which is uh, a microbiome research focus. Um, so really looking at data and science behind the microbiome, which is our gut bacteria and how that contributes to health and disease and building computational models of how bacteria work together in teams to either help or hurt our, our health. Um, and so we took that technology that we developed in the parent company forward into bringing a unique uh, line of products that actually work together as a system. Um, they're designed to be teams that produce specific things or restore specific functions to your gut. Um, I think it's so interesting, and it's obviously got a lot of science behind it, which we will talk about. But why is this such a big conversation right now? I feel like for the podcast and in, on the marketing side of our world, we are getting reached out to by so many companies in this space. Why is now, why is it such a hot topic these days? Well, it, it is pretty interesting given how long probiotics have really been in the market. But, right. but it used to be like super hippy-hippy, right? Like everyone was like, okay, whatever. It's like kombucha and stuff like that, <laughs> right? Exactly, <laughs> right. But- Really, in the last decade, the term microbiome, which 10 years ago probably nobody had ever heard of, um, has really become mainstream. And people, mm -hmm. if you ask them, do you know what the microbiome is, more and more people, you know, every month, every day, every week know um, what the microbiome is. And it's the trillions of bacteria that are, are live in and on our body, and they function really as our internal pharmacy to maintain our health. And people are really starting to connect the dots between gut health and overall health mm -hmm. and its connection to every chronic disease really we're seeing on the rise today, whether that's, um, you know, metabolic dysfunction and insulin resistance or anxiety, depression, um, autoimmune disease, all of these um, IBS have some connection to the the ecosystem that is living in your gut and so right. that I think you're starting to see more health influencers more doctors really embracing this connection to the gut and starting to connect our food our nutrition and how all of those play together to feed the bacteria in our gut and make us healthy or unhealthy 
it's such a fascinating area of science. And to me, it feels very Western and Eastern medicine connected. Is that true? Or is that just me making this up in my head? No, I think that's really, uh, that really is um, a great analogy. Um, you know, the so much of the Eastern medicine looks more holistically at things mm-hmm. and yep. at how this, the, the body is a whole system. And, uh, you know, Western medicine has been very, um, you know, targeted and focused on acute things or uh, really reductionist in its approach. And the microbiome kind of pulls all those pieces together um, and starts to connect the dots. Well, I think as individuals, as humans, now we've been in our homes for a couple of years, we're really acutely aware of what's going on in our bodies and our minds and our spirits, um, energy levels and uh, gut health is really such a big piece of that. I think that um, we as just a a human race are so used to the Western medicine conversation of how do we fix something that's broken? And really what we need to be talking about is exactly the conversation that you're having and and exactly why this line of products is so important is how can we prevent these issues from arising and solve for them prior to them becoming major concerns? Is that a fair statement? That is a fair statement. And so, you know, while one thing in Western medicine, which has been helpful in in acute infections, antibiotics, um, you know, saved many lives. But right. the overuse of antibiotics over the last 50 years has really had a terrible impact on our internal ecosystems and wreaked havoc on, you know, what we have to in our guts to be able to work with. Right, because naturally our body has all these immunities, has really great balance, and then we uh, we mess it all up with too much alcohol or not enough fiber or you know all the stress and anxiety that is input into our lives every single day. So we're we're basically not giving it a fighting chance, and that's exactly why you created this product line is to help realign all of those internal initiatives. Yes. And actually the, the first product that I made, uh, which is called sugar shift. I originally, um, designed that product for my husband. Uh, my husband has <laughs> Parkinson's and, oh. um, I, I founded the bio collective really to bring the microbiome science field forward with a focus to some degree on Parkinson's, but, um, there's no cure for that at this point, correct? No, there isn't. But there's increasing evidence of the connection to the gut microbiome and Parkinson's. And there's also this connection with um, insulin resistance. So about 65% of people with Parkinson's disease present some aspect of insulin resistance in the published research. And I attended a conference where um, they were actually showing research that the sugar alcohol mannitol could stop the aggregation of the proteins that were a hallmark in Parkinson's. And I came back um, from the conference and started studying mannitol chemistry and seeing what an amazing molecule mannitol is and uh, working with a fermentation chemist friend of mine to see, you know, can we restore function to the body? Mannitol is a, is a, is a sugar alcohol that is produced by some bacteria Mm -hmm. and some of these bacteria we have in our guts or you find them in fermented foods. And so we started looking at how we could make a working system because the production of mannitol by the bacteria in the gut 
is actually converting glucose and fructose, which we have way too much of in the Western diet. And mm -hmm. so that whole concept um, kind of came into play and we prototyped a product in about 90 days and started giving it to my husband and, and measuring his microbiome and seeing this remarkable change in his internal ecosystem by really reshaping the sugars and how they're used in the body mannitol is eliminated by humans. It's, it's not used by humans. Um, and so, you know, from that we said, okay, this is a really interesting product. And then we started having more people try it and people with metabolic issues started reporting back to us how much better they felt. So then we were like, okay, that was really the um, idea of let's bring this to market as a brand, which you know, strangely enough, the whole COVID thing, um, we got an economic injury disaster loan um, from the, you know, the impact that it had on the other parts of our business. And we were able to pivot into launching this brand um, with that money. Wow. That's amazing. Um, and tell us, you know, when, when is it right to start taking these products? Is there something that presents um, are you having like specific issues and that's when it's a good time to think about maybe taking supplements like this to help realign your microbiome? What does that present like typically? Sure. So we have a number of products. One we actually made for uh, people who have had to take antibiotics and it's called antibiotic antidote. Um, there was some research that came out uh, showing that some probiotics or, or this one particular combination of probiotics in a study actually made people worse after they had taken um, antibiotics. And we looked mm. at that and we said, well, what's happening here is the combination of organisms that they've put together has made the body too acidic. And it, uh, it yeah, so pH you, is so important. The pH has mm -hmm. made it so that you can't repopulate a broad group of organisms. And so we designed the antibiotic antidote um, initially so that people could, you know, for a month after they've taken antibiotics, start to restore the terrain and the pH uh, with this particular formula. Um, the sugar shift formula that I talked about that I made for my husband, um, that has worked in people with both chronic constipation mm -hmm. and IBS, like, you know, chronic diarrhea or, you know, alternating combinations of that where it helps restore some balance to the gut and regularity to um, the whole system. But what, you know, I don't recommend it to people who are on a low FODMAP diet and, mm -hmm. and they'll have issues a lot of times with any probiotic. Right. Um, but, but, you know, certain of our strains actually come from fermented foods. And ah, so, you know, if you that. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. have, you know, FODMAP issues, then you would want to avoid um, the sugar shift formula. Um, so fascinating. But that, that um, formula is actually in a clinical trial right now with diabetes. So, you know, we recommend people try it if they're having, you know, if they're uh, like people on a ketogenic diet who are still having some kind of some level of in, in, insulin resistance, we've found that it helps them. Uh, be able to get into ketosis um, or just, you know, generally people who have some level of insulin resistance uh, in our early small studies, we showed that fasting blood glucose could be reduced by about 14%. And so we're looking at that in a clinical trial um, to 
provide more robust statistical evidence of what mm -hmm. we've seen and heard from our customers. We have a product called Ideal Immunity um, that was really designed for you know people who, if you're doing foreign travel or you eat out a lot at restaurants or salad bars, it has a particular strain <laughs> of bacteria that, that is very effective at um, killing foodborne pathogens. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of a nice tool to have in your in your toolbox um, when you're traveling. Or, I get sick every time I travel, so I'm going to have to take that with me. Um, we're going to yeah. take a really quick break for words from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Mexi Craft Tequila Seltzer. It is a top shelf tequila seltzer made with craft tequila from Jalisco, Mexico, real juice, and sparkling water. Each can contains a shot and a half of premium Blanco tequila, which y'all know is my favorite, and no more than three grams of sugar for those of you watching that. You can get it in Whole Foods in Southern California or order it online at MexiSeltzer.com. Follow them on IG at MexiSeltzer and use Podcast 20 for 20% off your first order. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I'm chatting with Martha Carlin, who is a CEO and founder of uh, BiotaQuest. We were talking a little bit about um, you know, the history of the brand and how you created the first line of products to help your husband because he's battling Parkinson's. Um, talk, take us back in time. Like, Where is your background from uh, that you decided to go down this path of creating these lines? Well, I have a pretty unusual background for coming to this space. Uh, my degree is actually in accounting. Um, I graduated. From, <laughs> I graduated. It's, it's a great skill to have as an entrepreneur though. Totally. But, Just like being, um, I'm a lawyer, but it's not what I do my day to day. You know, you, everything helps. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually spent 25 years in the apartment industry in uh, commercial real estate operations for real estate investment trusts across the U.S. And in 2002, my husband was diagnosed with Parkinson's and I kind of took my training from accounting and, and my business turnaround expertise and said, okay, this is a systems problem much the way business is and started applying that to re going back and learning science. I mean, I, I had taken a lot of science in high school, but not in college. And so I am a self-trained scientist. I'm um, like minorly famous, I guess, as a citizen scientist. I have a TED talk about that journey um, and came to the microbiome in 2014, reading a book called Missing Microbes by Martin Blazer. Mm -hmm. um, talking about how antibiotics was contributing all these antibiotics for the last 50 years is contributing to this rise in chronic disease. And that was really a eureka for me. And a few months later, a paper came out where they showed they could look at the gut bacteria in people with Parkinson's and divide them into their pr primary symptom profiles. So I quit my job. We sold our big, beautiful house. Wow. And I, I started the bio collective, um, I'm the poop lady. We started collecting, <laughs> you know, we started collecting fecal samples from across the population, you know, with some focus on Parkinson's, but uh, getting those samples and sequencing them, sequencing the genomes of those and starting to look at, you know, function and really also trying to tie things back to the food supply and, mm -hmm. you know, what we're doing to our food supply and how that's impacting the microbiome. And then just along the way, as you know, I got deeper and deeper into the science with, you know, my wonderful PhD scientific partners. 
who taught me so much, um, you know, starting to pull all these pieces together. And our original concept, we said, collect a quality fecal sample, connect the dots through robust data, and then correct the problem through mm. um, quality formulas. And we originally thought that we would just be helping other companies do this and, until we sort of stumbled into the idea of the sugar shift formula for John. And, you know, people who tried it were just thanking me so much for changing their life. I was like, okay, I'm going to bring this to market. <laughs> I didn't know anything about consumer products, but um, I've learned a, a tremendous amount over the last um, two and a half years since we really started working on it as a product. And, you know, people from the industry have actually been tremendously helpful in sharing their knowledge and helping me bring it to life. Well, I think that there's so much to unpack there. I mean, first of all, how the heck did you know that you could bring a product to market given your unique and very, not misaligned, but very different <laughs> background from what you're currently doing now? Was this just faith or was it, like you said, the team you had around you? I think we have a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that listen in and they are maybe looking for some career shift advice, things like that. So what made you feel like I could do this? Well, I think sometimes ignorance may be. The, <laughs> I say that all the time. <laughs> you know, the, the, the best thing about that, because you don't know how difficult it is. Right. You know, I had a, I actually had a consultant come in and look at the whole biocollective business. And he was like, oh, you need to stay away from that probiotics business because it's crowded. You know, it's like there's so many big companies in there. You'll never be able to compete. And I looked at him. I was like, but that's where the opportunity to help people is. <laughs> so I, you know, kind of tabled all the other stuff and started to work on this because that's really where my passion was. I wanted to help people. And, you know, all these scientific research tools really weren't helping, you know, the man and woman on the street, which is you know, the person that I really feel that compassion for. Mm -hmm. So um, my ignorance um, and how difficult it would be um, is, really, is really what helped me. I totally get that. Forward. I totally get that. And so now looking back, what advice do you have for someone that is looking to shape shift into a new role, into a new career, any words of wisdom? Well, I think one of the things I learned from seven years of being an entrepreneur to get to this point um, you know, in the early days, I chased a lot of or, and spent a lot of time talking to investors and um, spending on time, spending time on things that wasn't really driving revenue. So, mm. you know, my biggest learning was find those passionate individuals about your product and start to work with them and figure out how how can I sell this product and start to demonstrate that it really does work and that I have people who are passionate about my product because mm -hmm. then little by little, it starts to build on itself. And if you focus every day when you get up on selling, how am I going to sell this product? How am I going to get people to understand how good it is as opposed to um, chasing all these other side things? Mm. So the takeaway I'm hearing from that is just stay focused and head down in the work, improve the model and build your revenue there before you go chasing uh, growth dollars, um, you know, before you're ready. Exactly. Love it. Anything else? Well, uh, you know, I, 
I think another thing that I've learned is the importance of influencers. And I think that's grown a lot as I've learned from marketing people over the last three or four years. Um, you know, it used to be uh, more formula driven, I guess, in terms of uh, how you put your ad dollars out and what you do. And the pandemic changed that a lot. People being at home um, has shifted so much of sales to influencers. Mm. Yep. Um, and, you know, I was really very fortunate early in the process of this development to uh, get an introduction to Dr. William Davis, who wrote the Wheat Belly book, and was mm -hmm. he had a new book coming out called Super Gut, and you know we started talking to him, and he spent a lot of time with my chief scientific officer because of the unique approach to how we design these formulas, and he just became a super fan of ours, and so I, the the impact that one influencer who really believes in your product can have on you has just amazed me because his new book came out in February. And as he's promoting his book, people ask him about probiotics. And he talks about the difference in the way that we make our products compared to everybody else. And so that's been a big learning for me, how much uh, an, an influencer can have impact on your business. I love that you're saying that because it is a conversation that on the agency side we have all the time and you're in such a technical scientific um, health field, really, the fact that you recognize the value in that really is, um, is remarkable. So I, I hope everyone's listening. It really is an important and impactful creator economy and there is so much value in creating those relationships. Thank you for bringing that up, Martha. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Who says you've got to be big to get things done? We know that size matters in some things, but in other things like marketing, a small and scrappy team like Elevate My Brand can really take your brand to the next level. Our job is to create visibility so you can create profitability. Give us a call today and let's schmooze. All right, chatting with Martha Carlin, the CEO and founder of uh, BiotiQuest. So you talked about the, um, the sugar uh, product that you have created first, but now you've got a whole line. So tell us about the other products and what they do um, in this unique uh, kind of recipe that you've created to re, uh, realign your, your gut biome. Sure. So I told you a bit about antibiotic antidote and mm -hmm. ideal immunity. Um, we have a product called Heart Centered, which is focused on cardiovascular health and increasing nitric oxide. Um, we have a product coming out at the end of the month called Simple Slumber, which is actually a community of, of uh, probiotic organisms that produce bacterial melatonin. So mm. not everyone knows that bacteria can make melatonin, but they I didn't do. know that. That's fascinating. Um, so the formula actually uh, is designed to make melatonin and tryptophan for about seven hours. So you take it before bed and um, it will wear off by the time you wake up in the morning. And it's a, just a natural boost to your to melatonin in your gut. Later in the year, we have a product called Perfect Peace coming out that is designed for mood to help increase GABA production and uh, kind of calming uh, anxiety. Um, I don't have any of that. I don't know what you're talking about. Why does anyone need that right now? Yeah. <laughs> and then we actually, in partnership with my chief scientific officer, Dr. Raul Cano, um, has a separate company called uh, Paleobiotica, and we worked together with him 
just to kind of test the waters on the consumer side, uh, they're doing work in the agriculture and land bioremediation. And, you know, I've always um, kind of, well, not always, but I've come to the conclusion that it's very hard to fix the gut without fixing our whole food supply. Food and supply, that starts yeah. with the with the soil. So we have a limited time offering uh, for a couple of months this summer, a product called Yield and Shield, which is actually a probiotic for your garden or yard um, huh. that um, it breaks down glyphosate. So if you have a house where somebody sprayed weed killer, it um, also breaks down other other herbicides and um, hydrocarbons and things like that. It's it's also being used in oil field bioremediation, but it will uh, boost the ability of the plants to get nutrients from the soil and help your plant growth and and um, the yield of you know your backyard tomatoes or whatever you're growing. <laughs> it's so fascinating. I, I I think this might be one of the most technical conversations I've ever had, one of the most scientific approaches um in product that I've had on the podcast. Um how long did it take you to learn this whole new lexicon? I mean this is like a whole new world. I mean it, it's so I founded the Bio Collective in in twenty fifteen and it was really early days for all the microbiome research. So in a lot of ways, I benefited from this emerging and growing industry in, you know, going to conferences and the rapid uh, increase in the number of publications that just enabled me to learn things pretty rapidly and mm -hmm. make connections and relationships in the industry that, that helped me learn. So, but it's been about a five-year process. Yeah, it's fascinating. Well, um, why don't you let people know where they can find the products? Um, and then we'll talk about some quick fire questions about you as a founder, because we want to get to know you a little bit more as a human being. So where can people find your products if they're interested in trying them? Sure. So you can find the products on our website. We are direct consumer only right now in about Two months will be on Amazon, um, but currently we just sell direct to consumer from our website, and that is bioticquest.com, and that's spelled B-I-O-T-I-Q-U-E-S-T. -E Love it. Um, all right, so these are the quick fire questions, so just top of mind, whatever comes up. Um, what is the one thing that you could not live without during the pandemic and you can't say your own product? Oh, wow. Uh, quality water. Mm, okay. Uh, is there a water particularly that you are into? Is you, are you a bottled water person or you just have a whole house filter? Well, I have a whole house filter. I have a lot of different filtration systems and kind of strange contraptions. Um, but uh, living here in Colorado, I do buy uh, El Dorado water, which is pure mountain water. That's some of the most incredible water, I think, on the planet. Um, but we do have some of those glass bottles, right? Yeah. Um, well, they're in the large five gallon, like mm -hmm. the, the water cooler that you get at the office. Um, but I think that's an underappreciated thing uh, is the quality of water and that you're drinking plenty of water. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I use the hydrate bottle. Have you heard of these? They're um, app connected. So and they glow when um when you haven't had enough to drink. So actually like reminds you to stay hydrated, which I definitely need. Oh, that's interesting. I did just get a hydrogen water bottle that will hydrogenate your water. Um, it's called an echo something that was pretty interesting. I got at a conference a couple of weeks ago. 
Yeah, I'm into it. Um, all right. What is your vice of choice? Oh, chocolate. Okay. <laughs> what is your cocktail of choice if you drink? Well, that's an interesting story, too, because I have a long family history. Uh, I grew up in Kentucky, and my great-great-grandfather was one of the per, uh, pioneers of the bourbon industry, which is fermentation by, back, you know, microorganisms. Um, so I actually like a bourbon and water, and there's a bourbon name for my grandfather called George T. Stagg. So oh, I like wow. George, George T. Stagg on ice. Nice. Um, what is your favorite word and why? This could be something that has had meaning to you over time uh, or something that really just popped up into your head today. Oh, wow. That's my favorite word. Empowerment. What does that mean to you? Well, you know, one of the things that we feel like our brand is doing is empowering people to take control of their own health. Um, and I think, especially over the last two years, there's been a lot of, about what's happened that has made us feel disempowered. So for me, um, regaining our own power and helping to empower people is really, you know, it's important to me. And I think it's important in the world for us to step back out and feel confident and moving right. forward. Yeah, for sure. Other than your products, what is the one thing or maybe two things that people can do to balance their gut biome? Uh, quality fiber. Um, mm. So, you know, I've tried a lot of different kinds of fiber. I do think it's good to have variety because different fibers feed different organisms. Like a soluble um, fiber or like vegetables? So, but well vegetables absolutely but um you know both soluble and insoluble fibers kind of mixed um and oddly enough back to my preference for chocolate cocoa powder is actually a, a good fiber uh, that oh, most people don't know so enough. i used i have from time to time make myself a, a fiber shake and put a couple of tablespoons of cocoa powder in it it's not huh. sweet but it you know you get that chocolate fix and it has a um, a nice fiber content to it oh, that's a great note um and lastly if you could wave a magic wand what does the future of biota quest look like oh if i could wave a magic wand i would be fixing the guts of a hundred million people in the united states wow well you heard it here first i hope that that does in fact come true we're sprinkling some fairy dust on that on the podcast for you and martha it's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast today Thank you so much for having me, Laurel. It's been really fun. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next. Mm -hmm.